Hey everybody, I hope you are having a wonderful day. Of course, it's Wednesday, and you know, we usually do youth and little sparks on this day. And since we haven't done anything for the past couple of weeks due to the quarantine, I thought I would do something special. Um, and since this is the Holy Week, Easter week, um, I'm going to read a story of mine that's one of my favorites. Um, I'm sorry for any background noise that's in the back. I'm in a, as quiet area as I can get. <laughs> but um, I'm going to be reading The Tale of the Three Trees, retold by Angela Elwell Hunt is the version I'm reading. Um, now, I've read this to my little sparks before and the Christ Word Youth when they were little sparks. Um, it's just one of my favorite stories. And so let's get started. Oh, um, before I get started, today actually starts the Passover, um, which is what Jesus was celebrating before uh, the events of Good Friday. So if you would like to know more about the Passover, there are several things you can look up and find out exactly like what a Seder plate is and what Jesus and them would have ate. Um, and because of what happened during the Passover celebration with Jesus is where we get our Last Supper. And we'll be going over that um, a little uh, bit tomorrow and Friday uh, if I can't get to the podcast tomorrow it'd just be a, a little bit longer podcast Friday talking about Last Supper and the Garden of Gethsemane I'm not saying that right <laughs> I'm, I have had trouble speaking all day today dyslexic day woo but anyway let's get our story started so the Tale of Three Trees A traditional folk tale retold by Angela Elwood Hunt and the book I'm reading out of is illustrated by Tim uh, Junkie Probably didn't say that right either <laughs> Published by David C. Cook For generations the Tale of Three Trees has been handed down from parents to children, retold in churches at Christmas and Easter, and even set to music and sung. As it is often true of folk tales, its originator is unknown. To this person I am deeply grateful. Angela Elwell Hunt Once upon a mountaintop, three little trees stood and dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. The first tree looked up at the stars, twinkling like diamonds above him. I want to hold treasure, he said. I want to be covered with gold and filled with precious stones. I will be the most beautiful treasure chest in the world. The second little tree looked out 
at the small stream trickling by on its way to the ocean. I want to be a strong sailing ship, he said. I want to travel mighty waters and carry powerful kings. I will be the strongest ship in the world. The third little tree looked down into the valley below, where busy men and busy women worked in a busy town. I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all, she said. I want to grow so tall that when people stop to look at me, they will raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will be the tallest tree in the world. Years passed. The rains came. The sun shone and the little trees grew tall. One day, three woodcutters climbed the mountain. The first woodcutter looked at the first tree and said, This tree is beautiful. It is perfect for me. With a swoop of his shiny axe, the first tree fell. Now I shall be made into a beautiful chest, thought the first tree. I shall hold wonderful treasure. The second woodcutter looked at the second tree and said, This tree is strong. It is perfect for me. With a swoop of his shiny axe, the second tree fell. Now I shall be a sell mighty waters, thought the second tree. I shall be a strong ship fit for kings. The third tree felt her heart sink when the last woodcutter looked her way. She stood straight and tall and pointed bravely to heaven, but the woodcutter never even looked up. Any kind of tree will do for me, he muttered. With a swoop of his shiny axe, the third tree fell. The first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him into the carpenter's shop, but the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chests. Instead, his work-worn hands fashioned the tree into a feeding box for animals. The once beautiful tree was not covered with gold or filled with treasure. He was coated with sawdust and filled with hay for hungry farm animals. The second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard, but no mighty sailing ships were being made that day. Instead, the once strong tree was hammered and sawed into a simple fishing boat. Too small and too weak to sail an ocean or even a river, he was taken to a little lake. Every day he brought in loads of dead, smelly fish. The third tree was confused when the woodcutter cut her into strong beams and left her in the lumberyard. What happened? The once tree, once tall tree wondered. Am I, all I ever wanted to do was stay on the mountaintop and point to God. Many, many days and nights passed. The three trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in the feed box. I wish I could make a cradle for him, her husband whispered. The mother squeezed his hand and smiled as the starlight shone on the smooth and sturdy wood. The manger is beautiful, she said, and suddenly the first tree knew. He was holding the greatest treasure in the world. One evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into the old fishing boat. The traveler fell asleep 
as the second tree quietly sailed out into the lake. Soon a thundering, thrashing storm arose. The little tree shuddered. He knew he didn't he did not have the strength to carry so many passengers safely through the wind and rain. The tired man awakened. He stood up, stretched out his hands, and said, Peace. The storm stopped as quickly as it had begun. And suddenly the second tree knew he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. One Friday morning, the third tree was startled when her beams were yanked from the forgotten woodpile. She flinched as she was carried through an angry, jeering crowd and shuddered when the soldiers nailed a man's hands to her. She felt ugly and harsh and cruel. But on Sunday morning, when the sun rose and the earth trembled with joy beneath her, the third tree knew that God's love had changed everything. It had made the first tree beautiful. It had made the second tree strong. And every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. That was better than being the tallest tree in the world. The end. Can you make me some milk? Just a minute. Sometimes we end up doing things we don't think are grand. We think are simple and just everyday things. And we take them for granted that we're able to do them, that we live in a country that allows us to do them. And it's a gift. Each of these three trees wanted to be something magnificent and showy and grand. And they were made into simple everyday things. Things you wouldn't think about. Things uh, a feeding box was slobbered on by animals. Uh, a small fishing boat that uh, was smelly. And then the third one was made into the, a, a horrible thing. A thing that held a man who was sentenced to death for a crime he didn't commit. And she held him for hours and saw his pain. And she felt terrible for having to be that. But in the end, she realized who the man who was nailed to her was. And that she would always point to Christ. See, in our lives, there we can do everything in our power. Everything. Everything we do should be to glorify God. Every breath that comes out of our bodies should be to glorify God. To praise Him and to thank Him. Remember... Um, in the last podcast, we read the verse about how if the people stopped praising, even the rocks of the earth would cry out with praise. 
for Jesus. And we take stuff for granted. We're, we're facing something horrible in the world today. And we're scared. And we're nervous. And we're out of our routine. And our comfort zone. And we don't know what to do. What we should do. What we should be doing. As followers of Jesus. As Christians. As um, for the nation. We should all be on our knees. Praying for God to come and heal the nation in whatever way he sees fit. Um, and to just help everybody all over the world. And for that, his light sh to shine. Especially during this time of year, it's Easter. Um, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to message the Chiha Baptist Church Facebook page. Or um, Brother Steve Johnson. And we will add you to the church prayer list. Um, Saturday, I will be at the church. Saturday, which will be... Um, the 11th. <laughs> I will be at the church handing out... Uh, for a drive-by, for a drive-by, uh, curbside, <laughs> little Easter baskets, uh, of goodies, and if you would like one, please message the page, they're free, um, but it's, uh, something we're gonna do, I'm gonna post the time, uh, on Facebook soon, so be looking at the church page for the time, and the bags will just have some candy and a coloring sheet and the Easter story. Um, and maybe a little craft or two. I'm sorry for the background noise. Gigi has decided to ride her unicorn <coughs> while I'm doing this. <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, <laughs> But I hope you're having a wonderful day. We had a wonderful day. We're getting our garden ready. Um, I got my seeds sprouted so they're ready to plant. I got to get my tower garden put together. So I can put my plants in my tower garden. And um, I have a prayer request for everybody. I would like y'all to pray for the church. And pray for Calhoun County and Talladega County and Etowah counties um, because we know a lot of people who are have just re have already or just recently been laid off this week and we need to pray for all the medical staff that are at RMC because uh, we're getting people with the virus emitted now so just add them to your prayer list so before we go we're gonna pray and then we will talk either tomorrow or Friday, depending on when I can get the next podcast put up for Little Sparks and Christ Wired You. <clears throat> okay, so let's bow our heads and close our eyes, everybody. Okay? Okay. Dear Lord, just thank you for today and thank you for everything you've done. 
Thank you for the rain that's come to wash all the pollen away. Thank you for the sun that came to make the day pretty. Thank you for all the little things, Stillard. And thank you for my happy Gigi, who is riding her unicorn around the house. Thank you for just showing me what true happiness is. I want to lift up all the medical workers, all the essential workers to you, dear Lord, and just help their families and help them and give them peace, dear Lord. I want to pray for all the people who have been laid off this week and this month. Um, Dear Lord, just help them get the help they need and help their families. Dear Lord, um, I want to pray for the leaders of this nation that they do the right thing and that their hearts are open to you, dear Lord. And I want to pray for all my little sparks, my Christ-wired youth, and my little embers. Thank you so much for all these children, dear Lord, and for letting me and John be part of their lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys. I will see y'all next time. I hope you enjoyed the story. Even though the pollen's washed away, my allergies are still bothering me. (laughs) So I hope y'all's allergies aren't too bad. Okay. Bye, guys.